This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who wants to buy a motorcycle and another guy who's dating an older chick. Also, some dates. I'm coming to you. Chicopee, Massachusetts, the 10th and 11th of March. I'll be in Lancaster, PA, the 24th and 25th of March. I'll be at Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island on the 29th of March. And then April Fool's Day, I'm going to be doing the Betches Show at the Highline Ballroom. Come on out, bring some friends, and enjoy. J-Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam Bjork Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Let me start it off again. Let me say it again because I say it every week and I mean it. I mean it from the bottom of my genitals. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for getting involved with this podcast. I love putting them out there as much as a lot of you tell me you love listening to it. So really feathers my nuts to know that you guys are enjoying <laughs> telling friends, spreading the word. And I'm going to tell you, get that feather out. Get that giant multicolored feather and feather this podcaster's nuts and tell one friend. Tell one friend. Just stop it right now. Stop. Press pause. And text one friend, you got to listen to the J Train podcast. He's bringing it every week. And there's a whole backlog of a library there for you to listen to. So hours of entertainment right in your ears. So keep telling friends. Keep snapping me. I'm on Snapchat, JTrain56. I love getting your snaps from wherever you're listening from. I was just in Vegas and I was uh, putting on Snapchat and Instagram. I like Instagram stories. So follow me on Instagram at Jared Freed, J-A-R-E-D-F-R-E-I-D. If you search JTrain56, I pop up, but I'm not that handle. So I'm in a red sweatshirt and you can find me. I was putting on stories the whole weekend. I went to Vegas with uh, 12 of my fraternity brothers and we went and bet on the Oscars, um, which was a lot of fun. You can't bet... So those of you out there, you can't bet on the Oscars at a sports book in Vegas. You have to go through ulterior uh, <laughs> investment opportunities. Um, but it was such a good time. We all got in tuxes and we treated. But let me be introduced. Sorry, uh, but I'll, we'll talk about this for half a minute. But um, my guest today, I'm very excited. It took us too long. Pete Lee. Took thank us you for way too on. long. Way too long. Thank you for having me on. Pete, it's a pleasure to have you here. Oh. Pete Lee is on Twitter, at Pete Lee Tweets, and he's on Instagram, at Pete underscore AF. And then he's on Greatest Ever on True TV every Friday at 1130. Explain Greatest Ever to the listeners here. Greatest Ever is we basically just take a topic and then we roast it for a half an hour. So Love it. it. It's, I, I used to be on a show called Great, uh, called Best Week Ever yes. on VH1, and then we were all fired, and most of the people went over to True TV, mm -hmm. and they made a show called Best Ever, and then VH1 threatened to sue, so we titled it Greatest Ever. Okay. <laughs> so it's very different. From the makers of, from the makers of. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so uh, instead of it being sort of a, a weekly recap of the best stuff that happened, it's a... We just take a topic and then we pop over every, videos of it and and make uh, fun of it and make fun of it. What's a what's a topic? Give me a topic. Uh, right now we just did um uh we just did um drinking like we just okay. took drinking and like all drinking videos from the internet that are the worst <laughs> ones. Yeah, you know, like like probably the, one of me from last weekend. I yeah, gotta say uh, <laughs> me in Vegas, I was pretty hammered for yeah. the whole trip. Oh, I can imagine that. Uh, so you're back. You're back drinking, right? You're well, I, I'm. I'm trying to like choose my spots. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm out of the. I'll have one drink, game. 
Okay. Because I'm trying to have, you know, like make it my one Saturday and have my. So we went to Vegas Saturday morning and I didn't drink Friday night. And then Saturday morning, I was like, here we go. Oh, God. So Mosa's on the flight. Oh. Uh, got out there. We went to this Lavo brunch, which we got there and it was us 13 dudes. <laughs> and we're like, uh, we're sitting down with for like, you know, for brunch food. And the waiter comes over, and it's like filling up with like an assortment of douchebags, like clubby people. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, what are we doing here? It's like bright in here. It doesn't seem like we thought it was going to be like a nightclub during the day. All of a sudden, we look at the waiter. He's like, dude, give it an hour. We're, you eat your food, stuff your fat faces, and then wait until you see what happens. Bros, get a bread base going. Get a bread base going. Yeah. So we're getting our bread base. And all of a sudden, the lights go down, and and fucking it erupts into insanity. Like it was so much fun. We got you know we're drinking vodka, just drink, and it goes till six. And then at six, you pop out of this club, and you're like, "Where am I?" We look like The Walking Dead, just like <laughs> zombies walking out of here. So it's six p.m., and you guys are three three a.m. drunk, three a.m. wasted. We go straight to the casino, hang out, party. I hadn't slept the night before. I was at the cellar the night before hosting. I got there at 3 a.m. and then was on the flight at 7 a.m. So, like, I was fucking on a different, like, just like, I felt like I was on drugs. And you are know? your friends normal people who have gone to bed at a normal time and at least got yeah. a little bit of sleep? They didn't do the cellar at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so they, like, are on, you know, they've had some sort of sleep. So, you know, then that night ended. And then the next day, we walked the strip a little bit. We went to the pool. Some people did the spa, and then it was the batch, or not the batch. It was the Oscars. So we basically we all got in tuxedos, and people were coming up to us for the Oscars, and people yeah. were coming up to us going, "Who's getting married?" And we're like, <laughs> "Nobody." And like one woman, I remember, she's like, "Who's getting married?" And we're like, "No, we're here for the Oscars," and she like got mad. She's like, "How much time do you idiots have?" Is basically her response. Like, don't you have kids? Don't you have money responsibilities? And we're like, we took every responsibility, put it the way. This is what was so nice is yeah. that these guys I haven't seen a couple of them in years, and you just fall right back into calling everyone gay. Like it's like the best. Oh yeah, you you go back like you time travel back to two thousand and three yes. when it was okay to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's gay. Everyone's a loser. You're making fun of people's kids. Like it's just like it's I, I it's dudes being dudes at its best because yeah. it's just. You know, a group of chicks, and I don't want to, you know, I'm sure women can do this, but you don't see it as much, where it's like, I don't see a guy for two years, and I'm like, how you doing? What's up? Let's get drunk. Don't care that you didn't think to call me. Like, I, because yeah. I didn't think to call you. Yeah. I feel like with girls, there's this, like, you know, she could have called me when I... You know, when my aunt died. Yeah, you, you <laughs> see, like, no. you see a group of girls, and then like they're talking in pairs, but yeah. you know who's mad at each other. Yes, in the group. Yeah, she didn't even she didn't even call me on my sister's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, it, that, was, it, it was my sister's birthday, so like at least call me, okay? Exactly. Like we walk in five seconds in, I see everyone like everyone's making fun of me for what I'm wearing. I'm making fun of them for you know their kids being ugly. Like you know, like it's like just natural bop 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 bop, and yeah. then we go to the, we get in our tuxes. We go to the gondola at the Venetian and we go and ride the gondolas inside, which the indoor gondolas there, it's basically, it's in the second floor of a hotel. It just shows how weird, how crazy we got with money at a certain point. Someone was like, I want to build a hotel and put a river on the second floor. And they're like, your wish is my command. Yeah, and, that's crazy. Like, like who says there's a recession? We have a gondola. <laughs> we have gondolas. With, we have, we are floating in water. And there's like someone in like Africa being like, I, 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 I have to walk four miles to a drinking source. That's why I love Vegas. Vegas is the, like, it is America condensed. Mm -hmm. It's just everything. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. And Vegas. so we go out. So we get in the gondolas, four to a boat, and we're at the. You the, guys are all in tuxedos. Everyone's this, in tuxedos. This, this was all on my Instagram story. It must have looked like a like a Family Guy sketch. It, it, <laughs> it really did. People were looking into the into the river, being like, "What is going on?" Like and we're like you know, you, and you're supposed to be in Venice, and then there's like a Foot Locker. You know, like it's just so ridiculous. And we're all in the uh, we're all in the where we got cigars. We're in the gondolas. The girl who's the gondola steer, she's supposed to sing. And she's like, feels ridiculous because she knows we're there as a gag. And then we're like, sing it up. 
And she starts like singing love songs while like we're just like fucking fake jacking each other off in the boats. Show your tits, me amore. Yeah, come exactly. on, come on, come on. We're men being men. So we got out of the gondolas and we go walk to the Win Sportsbook, and the Win Sportsbook had an Oscars party. So what happens at casinos for the anyone listening that's not. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> I was just no. say that. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't isn't familiar. Basically, if you're a big player, you have a casino guy who's there to plan your trips because they want to get you the big you money papa money bags. They want to get you to the casino at any cost because yeah. the idea is that you will lose and the casino will win however many times out of ten. So what these what these player reps will do is they'll invite you Mr. Moneybags, they'll be like, hey, come for the Oscars weekend. Bring your wife. We're going to have this big Oscars party. Your wife will be able to watch the Oscars. You'll be able to gamble. We'll set you up at the spa. We'll get you a show. And now it's a big weekend that you could, Mr. Moneybags can go up to his trophy wife number three (laughs) and say, hey, got this big weekend planned. Let's do it. And you can watch the Oscars, and you start selling what the rep was selling to you. Uh huh. So when we so when we get to the Win Sports Book, they have an Oscars party, but it's just all these money bag wives. So we show up, and it's all older women, and they're like, "What is happening?" Because thirteen dudes in tuxes just showed up. Yeah. To a reserve section where you have champagne and, you know, vodka and everything and chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, so. In a city where their husband's probably cheating on them currently. Somewhere else. And they're like, well, wh- I hope I brought lube. Oh. <laughs> so now we're all partying and we have bets. We have money on every single category. So every category, we're treating as if it's the Super Bowl. Like the first, I remember the first one, the first one was like, I think best, uh, supporting actor or something something was the first category was like a la la land win it was the first one and we, we just we all huddled around there like and the oscar goes to and we all get super quiet and there's like all these older women like drinking bellinis having a good time like like watching but not watching and all of a sudden it gets quiet and they go so and so la la land and we we're like yes Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> you know, it was, as if, it was as if the Patriots just got a first down. Like, where did you go? Yes! And we're like cheering like crazy. But this is for every category. Those women must have been like, oh my God, these men like what we like. <laughs> at first, perfect. At first they were horrified. There was an older woman. Her name was Joy. And she was like a hundred. And she's just looking at us being like, what is wrong with you? We're trying to have a nice night. And then you just look at, there was all these other like MILF groups. Uh-huh. They were like, what are you guys doing? You know, like, you know, Sally's getting all hot and bothered. Yeah. But it was just a fun, great time. We got drunk, watched the Oscars. We ended up, lo- we got killed in the technicals. Um, <laughs> and so we ended up losing about 50 bucks each. And then um, we went and gambled the rest of the night and talked and just looked, it was fun. It was great. Then the flight back, you know, I wanted to end my life. To me, know? this is the same as like the March Madness bracket. It's this the same is the idea. same. You know what the difference is? Um, I got to say this to anyone listening. If you're going to plan a trip, plan your fucking trip. Like have tent poles to every moment in your trip. Like we had Lavo brunch, the spa day, uh, Oscars, and then around that we could do whatever we want. But like, if you're gonna have a big group of dudes go do something, like try and be a little different. Try and ha- own the yeah. fact that we own the fact that it's 2017, and flights are pretty good, uh, pretty well priced these days. Um, you can go on the internet and find anything you want. Just type into Google. Yeah. Your wish is my command, and, and you can figure shit out. And it was just nice because, like, all these guys, like, I'll see them when I see them again. Like, that, you know, but it's, like, uh, all good friends of mine, and it was cool to see them. And, like, you know, it was just, yeah. uh, you know, it was ridiculous because if you hear the idea of the trip, you're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Don't you guys have responsibilities and need to? And it's like, what, what else would I have done? I love that this was like a trip for guys yeah. who love planning <laughs> and feelings. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, this is such a bro chick trip. I love it. Well, this I, is the reason that I, I, I can't stand the anti broism out there. I can't stand it. Oh, you don't like guys that like to have fun and, you know, want to fucking ball bust? Like, I don't understand. I do understand that, like, every type of person sucks. Yeah. So, so you could pick out of any group. <laughs> 
You could be like, oh, that religious guy sucks. That bro sucks. That hipster sucks. That but but you know any type of person people can suck. suck. People suck. People suck. But like I don't know. I mean, guys need to get together and connect with masculine energy. Yes. And I sound like a therapist saying that. And women need that too. Have you ever sat behind a table of women who are brunching together and heard them talk about their significant others? It makes you never want to be in a relationship ever. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I just fucking hate Brad. Like, like he just like he sleeps and I just look at him and I want to hit him with my shoe. And like, <laughs> like I don't ever want to have sex with him, but like yeah. I do it because like he needs it. And you're you're sitting there going, oh my god, does my girlfriend think that? Yeah, yeah. She, yes, she does. <laughs> she totally does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She totally does because everyone at the Every single one of them, they don't even they don't even agree, but they or they do agree by making a noise. They go, yeah, 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 yeah I totally, mm, oh yeah, yeah, Steve, mm, yeah. I I just say like I I do. You need that moment where you're like I'm here with my friends. We're having a good time for no other reason than to have a good time. But I, I mean, I'll give this advice: do something if you're gonna do a guys trip. Do something. Have something planned that everyone would go. What are you doing? Because yeah. you will have fun doing it, and if you can rally the troops to get involved, because it's hard to get people to get involved with playing. I mean, my buddy and I, we always try and do these like secret surprise things. I, I've told this on this podcast before. For his bachelor party, um, we didn't have we had stripper waitresses, but we didn't have them strip. We just were like, you just serve alcohol, and then an hour into them serving alcohol, I got a clown. And, and this 55 year old clown showed up i have a picture of him i can't release it he got he showed up and like now he got a clown running around and he did a magic show and we were all in our underwear and 12 you know it was the same 12 basically the same guys were sitting in their underwear getting a magic show from a clown in a, with two stripper assistants and that just became normal and now you tell that and people are like why would you get a cl-? like someone would be like why would you get a clown and you're like because i don't know it's- i just wanted to fucking Let's let's get let's get out of the ordinary. Like let's not just do the regular thing. Let's have a fun time. Let's get creative. You can only do this for so long. Yeah, I mean, what's funny is that you have a really great story out of it, but that clown has an even better well, story. Well, he he, <laughs> well, he actually he killed himself. Well, <laughs> there was a point where he was getting lap dances from one of the girls, <laughs> and I started taking pictures of it. And the next day, I have an email. I posted on Instagram, and it's the email from him being like, "I've been doing magic." in the Illinois area for 30 years. Please do not ruin my career. And I was like, I feel so fucking bad. But listen, I'm excited. So I just want to share that with the list. I know a lot of people are getting at me on Instagram and, tw- and Twitter and, in- and Snapchat. Um, let me, are we ready for the emails? We're ready for the emails. Let's go. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Pete Lee. Listen, I got to say this about Pete. Pete is fantastic. Such a funny comic. So much fun to watch on stage. All of you should get involved at Pete Lee, Pete Lee tweets at Pete underscore AF. We were in Aruba together. Oh my God. It was so much fun. You and I were so shit faced in the middle of the afternoon. So many days in a row. How, the, the, yeah, this place, uh, everything was shut down except for a sushi bar in the lobby. Yeah. And you and I would be like 4 PM drunk. Let's try, get, it, get, get it going. Yeah. Like, and we'd be like, all right, we need something to eat. That's going to make us not drunk for the show. Yeah. And sushi does not do no, that. Doesn't help. Sushi doesn't. Sushi's not pizza. That's sushi a, is not well, your friend. Also what we've done to sushi is horrific. We've, we, we brought sushi here from Asia and it was this thin little Asian boy, and now it's this fat, overweight, crazy, obese Asian man. Yeah, like, was... I mean, we've injected it with with mayonnaise and yeah, fried shit. I don't think it they was... put cream cheese. No, in, in I don't Japan. think. Yeah, I think it was fish on rice, and right. now it is fish on fried fish on cream cheese. Now it is like you wouldn't put those things in your stomach at the same time in any other way. Ever. No. It's it's so but and no. then you have it when you're drunk and you're like, "Yeah, I'm ready for the show." And then you throw up before the show. Yeah, could you imagine if there was a jar at the grocery store that was like, "Yeah, we have salmon and cream cheese and mayo in this jar." You'd go, "Fuck <laughs> oh, that." Get the fuck out of here. No. What kind of obese person would eat this? Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, you." Uh Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Pete Lee at Pete Lee, at Pete Lee tweets. Let's do it. Do I lie or not? Do I lie or not? Is there a... That's the a, title. Okay. What's up, you funny-ass Jew Yorker? <laughs> let, <laughs> let the feathering begin. Shout out to my buddy Dom for getting me into this podcast. I binge it at work and in the car. Can't get enough. Keep it coming. Down to business. I've been seeing this girl for about three years now, on and off. A, a solid 888. So... A man samp, as we're calling it. That's right. right. (laughs) What's an 888? So we have a rating system here on the podcast. Guys or girls can use it. Face, body, personality. Okay. It's an area code method. 
888. So an 888, <laughs> dude's killing it, right? An 888's great. Previously was one of my best friends, but over the last eight months, things have gotten pretty serious, and we've been talking about the future, and we're both 25. Okay, so this is this is when the shit gets real. You're 25. All right. You know. I know we, that range. We are both on the same page and are happy together. Definitely see us together long term. The problem is that my buddy and I want to get a get a couple of motorcycles for the summer and she is not on board i live in the in jersey near the beach and there's nothing better than the cruise up the coast in the middle of the summer she however wants no part in it she says she doesn't want to worry about me every time i go out for a ride maybe i won't come back i roll i've had bikes before but they were uh before her i'm not sure what to do do i just do what i want and get one with my buddy and hide it from her or just not do it all together well, how, how can I get her to see my side of it and maybe get her uh, to be okay with it? I don't want to miss out on cool bro stuff like this. I guess this can be uh, used in any situation where a guy's girlfriend doesn't want him doing something. Thanks for the advice you and your guest, uh, from you and your guest. Uh, trying to get to a live show soon. Shout out to Matt Samp. Love your podcast. Cheers. Oh, thanks, man. I already know what I want to say to him. What do you want to say? Have you, you, this ever happened to you? Um, not with a motorcycle, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, with a, with a rascal scooter. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not a rascal, like like a moped or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she, dude, she's testing you. Like she is, she's completely testing you. Um, because she, she truly, in her heart, when yeah. she's saying that, she's being honest that she doesn't want to worry about you on the motorcycle. She doesn't want you to get the motorcycle. But she's testing your manhood at mm. this at this juncture. If you say no to her and you cave and you don't get this motorcycle, mm. she like she's literally gonna know that she fucking owns you. Yeah. And and it's like she, a negotiation strategy. You come too far and then you come back from the farther point. Yeah, yeah. You you have to get the you see have how to, hard you can take somebody. Yeah, she you don't she's testing you to see if you will give up yourself and the things that you like for her. Yeah. And a lot of guys think that that oh, oh I need to I need to do well by her I need to honor what she wants but yeah. you don't because what she will actually be attracted to is if you are a man and you do what you want to as a man and if you don't get this motorcycle she's eventually gonna just you're gonna be so whipped by yeah. her and she's gonna take over your life and then she's gonna leave you and go fuck a guy with a motorcycle the fuck the motorcycle guy yeah. a bigger motorcycle yeah so you need a black dude continue being the man <laughs> yeah a black dude with a black motorcycle a huge black motorcycle that's shaped like a dick yeah that's who <laughs> she's gonna be fucking i know i i totally agree i i i i agree with you and i agree with you on like i didn't think of it that way mm -hmm. and but i i have the same thing where when I date a girl, I don't want to sleep at her place on a Sunday night. Yeah. I want to sleep in my own fucking bed with my own smelly farts and my <laughs> own extended stomach from the weekend. I don't want to be touched on a Sunday night. And I just, I, it's just the way I feel. And a lot of girls see that Sunday night hang as a big deal. Like, oh, you're spending your free time that mm -hmm. isn't drunk, isn't at a bar with me in my confines of my home. Which I totally understand too, but there is a compromise here. Yeah. There is this way to say, this is not, because I've been with girls where I'm like, I guess I'll bite the bullet, I'll sleep over on a Sunday. And it's that, and it goes from the Sunday sleepover, being mad that I did that, to resenting her the rest of the week because I'm not, re I'm not caught up on sleep until Tuesday. Yeah, you didn't do, you need to, it's it's like a, like the airplane thing. Like, help yourself with your own air mask before yes. you help another person. This is exactly right. You, you need to, you need to be selfish and do the things that you need to do because otherwise you're going to bend for her and then be resentful to her and then you're going to have all these passive aggressive feelings like, oh man, like your friends are going to be riding their motorcycles and you're going to be watching <laughs> a chick flick with her and you're yeah. going to be like, fuck this. I just, I just have the image in my head of them sitting on the couch watching Love Actually while motorcycles drive past the window <laughs> just like revving their engines at the sunset and you're like i guess we're okay at least i got to watch love actually like dude and, and then here's the other thing you didn't aren't getting a motorcycle to kill yourself yeah yeah it's dangerous but like it's as dangerous as you make it like you're gonna go and be do right by the motorcycle you don't want to die we all live with this uh you know understanding that we all just don't want to die yeah. so you know for her to say I don't feel safe. Okay, well, you have to trust me. And you have to trust... And you've had bikes in the past. You even said... Uh, what I would do is you say to her, and, and just like you're saying, you say to her, I totally... You have to... You can't just say... Here's, with any of these things that you want to do, you can't just say, fuck off, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's not the right <clears throat> way to go about it. Because even though we all want to say that, like, who the fuck are you? You're not my mom. Go fuck yourself. But you have to have, like... 
you have to see her side while also saying this is who I am and understand it or not. Yeah, make her feel, make her know that you heard her and you heavily considered it. Yeah. But tell her that you have to do this because it's for you. Yeah. And um, a lot of guys, I think that sort of a quote unquote manly strategy is to just pretend like you didn't even hear her. You know, a lot of guys yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. yeah, she said that, but I was like, fuck you, bitch, and whatever, I got the motorcycle. And, yeah. and like, she needs to, she will she will respect you if you tell her that you heard her. Yeah. You really show her that you heard her, but you're like, I got to do this. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. And at that point, if she if she breaks up with you because you got a motorcycle, then she's not the right girl for and you. And there was other issues anyways. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's not about, and it's also like, you're going to buy a motorcycle, not, like a, a like a like a wife from Russia like like this isn't like anything that she can't trust you with so if you say hey I totally understand it, it I understand why you don't like it because you don't drive motorcycles so to you that's like me buying a gun and putting it to my head and playing yeah. Russian roulette you know so yeah. but that's not what it is it's a vehicle that I respect and I know is dangerous and I'm gonna do whatever I can to be safe. So uh, yeah. I respect why you, you and I really understand. I would even look at her and be like, I understand. It's flattering that you care that much about me. It mm -hmm. really is. It, and it makes me feel so good to know that someone cares about me as much as I care about them. But you have to understand, this is something that I want to do with my money and my time that interests me. And I'm going to have fun doing with my friend. And it's not because I don't care about you. Yeah. And that's the way to go. And if she says, but what do you want me to do while you're out on your motor? I would say, honey. Start seeing motorcycles. I yeah. need you to start seeing motorcycles <laughs> while you're driving. Do your part to yeah. keep me safe. And uh, what you do is, and here's what you do. Here's another move. Mm -hmm. Here's how I would play it. I would get in front of her on the couch, like anytime you're on the couch, she's going to be not okay with this conversation, but you have to get through the not okay to be okay. So it's not, relationships are hard for this reason. You're going to say, this is something I need, something I want. And I respect why you care about me and I care about you for even wanting to care about me. But this is the way it's going to go. And she's going to be mad mm -hmm. and she's going to go sleep in somewhere else and then not answer your text. And then she'll come back. When she's back, every time you guys are hanging out on a couch, you just turn your waist and you put her hands around your waist and you just go. <laughs> and then you just start going. <laughs> you feel that? That's a huge dick you're riding on. That's you and me on the hog getting crazy. Yeah, just just do a fake motorcycle because then it becomes a joke. Yeah. Then it becomes like, listen, you're gonna like it. Then you're gonna be, she's gonna you're gonna be like, you feel that? You feel that between your legs? That's you getting wet. that's not even the motorcycle. That's uh, your that's that, your pussy getting wet. That's a bubble. That's a bubbling brook of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com very excited to be sponsored today speaking of bubbling vaginas <laughs> um adam and eve is putting out the deal train listen we've had a lot of questions like from people how do i get more intimate with my girl how do I how do I take the sex to a weird space? How do I do what I see on TV? You know, this is adamandeve.com is where you go. Adamandeve.com and you get 50% off just about any item. I, I I don't know how they're making money. Yeah, they're they have I, I actually order lube from there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, when I when I was single. What lube? Uh oh god. What's I, your go-to? It's liquid. Uh liquid. Liquid is it's a really great lube. But when I was single, I didn't want to have this like when I was hooking up with different I didn't want to have the same lube no. cuz you can't you need to you need to take the foil off the top yep, when you're with yep. a new girl yeah, like They got to see Yeah. They got to see that fresh lock. Yeah, if you have KY and there's a dent in it, yeah. she's like who where what was this from? You <laughs> there's know? a lot of yeah, you you really do have to wonder where yeah, you know, where did it all go? Yeah, so uh, no, I use it for cooking too. <laughs> uh, so you can go to adamandeve.com, fifty percent just about any item. When you do, you get a free and here's your free gift. And any of you guys are in a fraternity house or living with a bunch of your buddies, you got to do this now. Can, can I say they they contact me to be like, hey, ask Jared if he wants to you know yeah. support this, and I was like, yeah, he's gonna. Be I think in he'll be this, okay. No problem. Yeah, because the free gift is crazy. A free sex swing. What? Yup. 
and free shipping. So adamandeve.com, 50% off just any item. And when you do, you'll get a free sex swing and free shipping. Listen, you could put, you can use the sex swing for you and your girl. You can use it for, you could put like a 30 rack of beer on it and have it swing around. You can put your nephew on it when he comes over to play. Like this is a great thing. You get it for free. Enter code JTRAIN at checkout. That's JTRAIN. That's J-T-R-A-I-N at adamandeve.com. Get 50% off almost any item. 50% off almost any item. A free sex swing and free shipping on your entire order. Code JTRAIN at adamandeve.com. JTRAIN at adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com, code JTRAIN. Use it or lose it. There's going to be a lot of guys at Home Depot like, yeah, I need to hang a uh, uh, a fern, but like a, <laughs> like a 128-pound fern. Yeah, is this uh, a load-bearing wall? <laughs> Can we get a... Could you... Can you put about 250 on here? <laughs> what kind of... Uh, I need a stud finder or some drywall anchors. Or, yeah. uh, I don't, um, what, what's the load on this? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Pete Lee. Pete Lee tweets on Twitter at Pete underscore AF on Instagram. Greatest ever on True TV. Every Friday's 11th Just add it to your DVR queue. Put it in there. Check it out. Wake up on a Saturday morning hungover. You can check out Greatest Ever. He's going to be at the stand. This comes out Friday. He's going to be at the stand this weekend. 8 and 10 p.m. shows. Fun club. Go check him out. Greetings, my dreidel spinning dipsomniac. <laughs> Long time listener. First time emailer here. I apologize ahead of time if this is poorly written as I'm currently writing it while on the can at work. I feel you gave good advice. Nuts feathered. And was hoping you could bestow some of your idiosyncratic Upon myself. Okay. All the words don't have to go together for us to understand. No, no, that's okay. (laughs) I I think that one didn't make sense. We're supportive. My best friend from high school's family opened a brewery over a year ago, just in time for all our degenerate friends to move home from college. To say the least, we spent a lot of time there. There's a hot bartender who works there that all my friends have had a crush on. I decided to go for it and asked her out five to six times, getting denied every time, until eventually she caved and gave me a chance. Persistence paid off. Her reasoning for saying no so many times is that she felt she was too old for me. She's turning 30 in March, and I'm turning 25 in May. We went out with some friends to Dave and Buster's. (laughs) Way to show her your age. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think I might be too old for you. No, I swear, I'm ready. You want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? Will you go to the park and just swing me? Like, will you just swing me on a swing set? I just love that. Like, we'll do teeter-totters. You know, man uh, stuff. Like, grown-up man stuff. <laughs> oh, I got a great... I got a resi at D&B. Oh, what's D&B? Uh, Dave and Buster's give you 20 coupons before you get there. It's part of the Groupon. <laughs> Which is a low-key great spot for a first date and really hit it off. Okay, I'll believe you. It was romantic. I, I won her enough tickets to get a rubber snake. I was like, are you scared? She was like, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. You know, man stuff. Yo, you touch this rubber snake, I'll show you the real one later. Oh 30 tickets gets you a blowjob for me. <laughs> what? I don't think that wins me anything. Um, I'm, by the way, I know we're making fun of this guy. Or we're making fun, but I'm like loving all these details that he gave. Oh, it's great dates. I'm, thank you for this. G dates. Uh, she... So fast forward a month later, we are now dating, but I am now feeling a bit wary of getting serious with an older woman for a few reasons. <laughs> Could have told you this was coming. <laughs> this is the problem with an older woman is you're on older woman time. Yep. Because I, I haven't even read the rest of the email. I got a feeling too much too soon. Yeah, should we guess that her her <laughs> clock is starting to tick? Uh, she wants to get married. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, because she's literally going, I have, I have three to five years. It, it, yeah, and it's not even the clock ticking. It's just she's done this before. She's been to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was there when it opened. Yeah, she remembers when it first appeared. She was at Chuck E. Cheese's. Maybe. On a babysitting thing. So, like, I, I can see where this is going because when you're 25, you're like, oh, hot older chick. And then you're like, and then they're like, yeah, we fucked and it was fun. Now let's get down to business and start talking about calligraphers for the invites. Actually, this guy's a genius for taking her to Dave. He took her, he took a woman with a biological clock mm. that's ticking to a place with children. Oh, yeah. And she went, okay, fine. This she, guy can be the dad. <laughs> this is it. Like, this is it. I, what, this is as close as I'm getting. What a genius you are, it was, sir. I it, take back everything I made fun of you it, for. Earlier. It was really, yeah. Children become this like, children and puppies. Anything dadish is like uh, is a is like the oysters of for thirty year old women. Yes, it's just like oh, he knows it, he gets it. Oh, he'd be such a great dad. <laughs> a few reasons: she's an eight seven eight, 
face, body, personality, 878. But I know her being older than me will also will also age quicker than me. Shallow, I know. <laughs> but something to consider. Also, I have to consider that she may have a different timeline and expectations than I do due to being her being older. She has told me that she would ideally like to have kids in the next two to four years since she is in prime childbearing years or whatever. This That is way ahead of anything on my radar. Lastly, I consider myself to be in my prime when it comes to to going out and meeting women and have to think about whether I should tie myself down now or keep playing the field. To wrap it up, I do like this girl a lot. She's not your typical basic bitch, to say the least. I know that she is crazy about me. What is your opinion on this situation? Should I see where things go with the older woman or continue to run through the shag with the boys in search of a newer model? Thanks and go fuck yourself. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, this this follows the typical model of, um, you know, uh, I'm not being sexist here. I've read, I've read this in a book that um, m- women seek to be filled with love and men seek freedom. Okay. And, you know, a lot of times the man will want the challenge of getting the girl. And then as soon as they get the girl, they're like, oh, but I love freedom. Like, yeah. I, I, I really <laughs> yeah, we're wanna, hunters. Yeah, we're hunters. I want to see how many women I can put my seat into. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm, I've, I've been married before. Uh, yeah. I've been divorced. Uh, when I did meet the girl that I was supposed to marry, uh, even though it didn't ultimately work out, like I didn't, I actually did not want to go fuck other women. Yeah. Um, she, she fulfilled me in so many ways that I was like, yeah, dude, hands down, I should marry this girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so awesome. And so, I mean, I'll just say, you know, trust your instincts, dude. You know, the, this girl has a lot of things that you like, but um, I mean, she wants something serious and she wants you to settle down. And mm. if you don't feel like she is everything that you need right now, you don't give that to her. And it's it's also... Also, don't waste her time. Yeah, don't waste her time. Don't um, don't try to... You know, a lot of a lot of guys try to... They don't want to have a conversation with a woman where it's going to hurt her feelings. So they keep things going for a long amount of time. Mm. And in the end, it's really going to destroy her. So have yeah, a conversation that hurts her feelings now instead of destroying her in two years. And, and here's here's the other thing about this email because I, I, I understand this guy. Mm-hmm. I, and we saw where it was going before we even read the end. We knew that it was leading to a point of him being like... Because this is what happens. You're... You see a girl, you're like, I want that chick. I want to touch. I want to mm-hmm. meet and get to know her, and I want to get in there. And then you get in there, and you're like, oh, she's gonna want a lot of fucking other shit because she let me in here. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It shouldn't work that way. It shouldn't work with this like contract. It should be like, hey, I enjoy hanging out with you, and you enjoy hanging out with me. Let's keep re-upping this two-way contract. It's not like, oh, you let me see you naked, so now I have to go to your family function. It shouldn't work that way. It should be more, yeah, I just want to spend the time with her. Yeah, and also nobody, yeah, nobody owns anybody. Even, yeah. you know, even even in the marriage that I was in, um, you know, like, ultimately, I won't say what, what happened, because um, I actually have signed an agreement that I won't say what happened on okay. through a microphone or on television. Really? Um, yeah, out of respect. Of course. Is what I will say. But um, nobody owns anybody. Yeah. You, even with the contract of marriage, we don't have the right to own another human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just because you just because you've had sex with her, maybe maybe you've had a lot of pillow talk where she's been like, I want to be together forever. And you've been like, in the moment you were being honest and you're like, I want to, I could see myself, I could see myself yes. marrying you. I could see all these things. Even if you've told her all these things, it's uh, it's great that you were honest in that moment, but if you start feeling not that way, you should also tell her. Well, that also works the other way, too, mm-hmm. because that also works for her. Like, I want to take her side a little bit because he's bringing up all this stuff. We don't know if she brought... A lot of times you're like, she's going to want to relate. You'll have sex with a girl and you'll be like, she wants this and this and this, and she hasn't said any of those things. You're just assuming because you're a narcissist. Yeah, she, you know, she just, could be way cooler than the <laughs> argument in your brain is making her out to yes. be. Uh, like, I'm seeing a girl right now, and um, and I started having those arguments in my own brain. Mm-hmm. And I actually went to her and I talked to her. And I was like, hey, I don't know if you're feeling this or you're feeling this. And she was like, way cooler than I thought that she yeah. would be. Like, like and they, that's insanely they, cooler. And, and I, it actually made me fall more in love with her and go, I should be doing this. Yeah, she's been fun. There's, she's on for the fun train. Mm-hmm. And let's keep re-upping. That's it. And like for, for this guy and this girl, like he's getting ahead of self because the age thing is in his head. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, oh, she's going to want this, going to want that. She's already mentioned kids within the next two to four years. Her mentioning within the two to the next four years, that has nothing to do with you, even though... 
it could have something to do with you. If you're enjoying yourself now and not, and these ideas are coming in your head just because of her age, leave them alone. Yeah. But if they're coming in your, if you're having these thoughts of like, oh no, what's she gonna want next? And you're like, that might that might mean that you just wanted to fuck, and now that you've gotten that, you don't want it anymore. And if that's the case, you need to just shut it down. Yeah, and and also, you know, let her when she comes to you and says, "Hey, I really want to get engaged, or I really want this." Um, you can also let her ask you that, and you can say, "Hey, I'm really not ready for that right yes. now." And if she decides that she needs to get out of it at that moment, let her. I tell I, her where you stand. Let, I, I have never been with a girl that I, I'm when I'm with a girl I like. When I fuck it, when after we have sex, I'm like, let's lean it back and watch some TV. Mm-hmm. But when I'm with a girl that I'm like kind of about we have sex i'm like i hope i use the condom right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i've never thought about like i've whenever i'm with someone that i really enjoy their company i've never had the anxiety after sex and when i'm with someone that i'm like not positive about and don't really see myself with in a long-term way I get fucking anxious. And it, and it's the thing that tells me mm-hmm. that this isn't someone that I enjoy. And that's so sad that it takes uh, me like being, you know, post-quital to be like, oh, I don't like this person at all. But I, it's the moment where I'm like, oh, this is my yeah. body informing me that this isn't really what you wanted to do and where you see yourself in 10 years, you know? An even crazier feeling is the exact opposite of that pendulum. Uh, I had sex with a a girl recently who I'm with, uh, who like, I I like came inside of her real hard and I had the most insane thought. I was like, I hope I got her pregnant. (laughs) Like that, as as somebody who's, who's never, Oh baby, 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 baby. baby. uh, Rolling the dice. (laughs) Like, like that's actually a funnier feeling because I mean, I'm, I'll just say my age, I'm 39 years old and for 39 years of my life, I have never wanted to have kids or get anyone pregnant or whatever and so that was the hilarious thought to me yeah of, of like oh my god like i hope i tricked her into being a mom you know <laughs> like by just doing uh, like, you're just sitting by the vagina like blowing on it like a fire like yeah. <sighs> trying to get the kindling going yeah i <laughs> hope you're ovulating <laughs> jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com we're sponsored again and i like this sponsor i'm very excited about these people because i'm very I've tri- excited i've tried the product and it is good and let me just say, delicious. Oh. Yep. Adam and Eve, again, with new lube. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Flavored lube. No, this is a delicious sponsor. Uh, Blue Apron. Mm. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Aprons achieves uh, this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Okay, listen, and it's got impact on the community, which is fine. Local farms and stuff that we all say to sound good. Um, impact on households, uh, cooking together, build strong family bonds, you know, for you and your future child that you hope you have. Um, um, let me just say about Blue Apron, the best thing I do in my day is when I cook and I have headphones on and I'm listening to music. It's just nice to accomplish a task. Yeah. And what these guys are doing at Blue Apron is they're giving you the Lego pieces and they're showing you the box with the finished Lego, you know, castle and you get to make it and look at it at the end and say, look at this. I did this. I created this. And that's what Blue Apron's all about. It's great because they're going to give you really good, wholesome food. It's going to make you feel good about yourself. And it's going to be portioned well that you're not eating for seven when you meant to cook for one or two. So that's why you guys all need to get on board with, uh, with Blue Apron. Just try it once. Uh, Papa JT is going to give you the opportunity Papa J, let me make this douche here. Ready? Papa JT is going to give you the oppy <laughs> to try some blue apes. Some blue apes. Yeah. Blue. So I, I want, so I, is Papa JT going to give you the oppy to try some blue apes? Blue Apron just emailed. They canceled this sponsor. Oh, right, yeah, right after that, yeah. they, they, they got dry yeah. on this. Maybe no, they loved it so much that they registered blueapes.com. Yeah, yeah. Now, now this is the whole, that's their new ad campaign. Yeah. Get, so, but I'm saying like, it's a four. It's less than ten dollars per person per meal. Variety. They have all new stuff every week. Uh, flexibility. You can customize your recipes. Easy. Each meal comes with a step by step. You know, just like the Lego pieces I just said. Guaranteed freshness. All that shit. Listen. <laughs> get Blue Apron. Use this deal. 
You invite a chick over. You cook the meal. You get blown. That's a blowjob from me to you. Hands down. You're, I'm basically blowing you. Your biggest risk in this whole thing is that she's going to want you to take a break while you're cooking to have sex to, because she's so romance. Exactly. And then you're going to burn something and you're going to be like, I didn't follow the box. Ugh. These are issues that we shouldn't have to deal with. But, you know, listen, let me blow you. Is let me is what I'm saying, listener. I'm gonna give you a blowjob. Go to blueapron.com forward slash let me blow you, <laughs> and they will. You're guaranteed. So here's how I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out. Ready? Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash jtrain. Did you hear that, people? Three meals. That's three blowjobs from me to you. Free. With free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JTrain, you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain, blueapron.com slash JTrain, blueapron.com slash JTrain, blueapron.com slash JTrain, Blue Apron, a better way to cook, blueapron.com slash JTrain. Listen, if you're a post-grad especially, do this. You're going to feel really good about yourself. You're going to love it. Oh, I was just going to say we could do another email. Yeah, let's do one more. Yeah. Uh, Pete, this has been fantastic. This has been so fun. At Pete Lee tweets, uh, Pete underscore AF on Instagram, greatest ever on True TV at 11.30. Going to be at the stand this Saturday at 8 and 10. We'll do one more and then we'll get into the end of the podcast and we'll do our thing at the end, hypotheticals and stuff like that. This one's called Cue the Music. Oh. Hey, J-Train, feather, feather, feather from the Boas of Mardi Gras. I apologize. Uh, this is a long one. I apologize in advance. I met this guy. Oh, so this must be a chick yeah, email. Yeah, it's a chick email. Okay. Lady. <laughs> Perfect. That was awesome. Yeah, dude. We got we got a few little drops here and there. That's great. Uh, I met this guy while in college in eight nine eight face body nine body from this dude rocking abs we instantly became good friends he was the type of person i could tell anything and everything to we would talk for hours he had shown he had shown me that he was interested in dating but by this time i was already in a relationship with someone else we stayed close during that relationship and even more so after i had broken up with the other guy my friend wound up asking me out and we hit it off a few months in he slow faded me and i just figured it was him being emotional nope he decided he didn't want to date anymore and just never told me anything. We stopped talking completely for about a month. We became friends again. And now he's treating me like I'm the best thing that has ever happened since Jennifer Aniston. Things are getting hot and heavy already between the two of us as well. Do I give him another shot? Really want to or friend zone him? Thanks, Jared. And I'll keep spreading the J Train podcast to my friends. That means a lot. Thank you so much for sending that in. What do you think? Wait, I just want to clarify. So she was with the guy and she, and they she tried didn't- it. Uh huh. They tried it, and then the the real the eight nine eight slow faded her, or the guy that she was with before. So they, uh, he she was already in a relation. He said he was he had shown me that he was interested in dating, but by this time I was already in a relationship with someone else. We stayed close during that relationship, and even more so after I had broken up with the other guy. Okay. My friend went up asking me out, and we hit it off. A few months in, he slow faded her. Okay. All right. I just wanted clarification. And now on he's that. back with a boner. Uh, a um, raging erection. He could be a narcissist. That's yeah. Yeah, I mean, he like because narcissists. Uh, I don't know if anybody here has ever been in a relationship with them, with one, or you know, married to mm-hmm. one. Uh, but like, uh, it's it's something where they view you as a possession. Like, mm-hmm. like they truly care about you the way that we care about a phone. Okay. You know, like if I lost my phone, I'd be fucking, fucking oh, broken I'd up, kill myself. But I would go get another phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go get another phone, and then I would love that phone like I love the last one, and I wouldn't give a shit about the last one. Yeah. And so for um, and I don't know if this guy is a narcissist, but um, uh, there you know, are tendencies here. There are tendencies here that he. Uh, he might be one of those guys that really want, like once he wins you back, he's probably going to slow fade you again. And he's probably seeing multiple people. Well, this is the thing about her and this guy is we talked about this earlier where guys want to hunt, you know, you want to achieve and you were the friend that was in a relationship. And then when it broke off, he, he feels like he was a part of that break off because you broke it for him. Yeah. And it made him feel good. And it was, and you were the, you know, the the head he hung on his wall. Uh huh. And then it, 
and then he saw that he could have it and you know now he starts eating beans every night and the beans start don't taste as good anymore he's yeah. tired of beans now he wants lentils and he sees some lentils walking by and he's like you know what i'm just gonna stop talking to her and we'll figure it out later and she'll get the point and then that's how it ended and you yeah. know i feel i feel bad because this happens with friends because the toughest thing with a friend is saying, am I, am I friends with this person or is there something more? Could mm -hmm. I be something else with this person? And guys do this with girls all the time. A lot of guys just take any amount of attention as, oh, she wants me. Mm -hmm. And that is not the right way to look at things. So I, I do understand. And also the heart, the easiest person when you end a relationship, the easiest person to get with after you end a relationship is the one you just left. Yep. So he's coming back to the well he knows has some water in it. Yeah, and he knows that you're interested. He knows that you wanting him feels good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he. I, I just feel like if somebody really wants you, yeah. they're going to want you the first time. And they're, yeah. they're going to... I And I mean... I'm not saying that this girl, if this guy's an 898 and she is going to have sex with him and she's going to get pleasure out of it and he's going to make her come and she's going to get something out of it, I would say if you want, go use him for this time. Mm -hmm. But know that you're know that you're in a limited lease. You're yeah. you're in an Airbnb of a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I do think also like there is the possibility that someone goes with you, has like the friendship and the sex and it's like this is great and then has a moment where like Ah, oh, man, let me just make sure there's nothing else out there. Goes out to the wilderness, finds out they can't catch their own meat anymore, and is like, you know what? I had a pretty good back where I was at. Mm -hmm. The only This can happen, but you need to control this and be a little bit tougher. You need to say, you need to have, you know, the rules of like, yeah, let's hang out, but like, I'm not going to hang out with you after midnight. Uh -huh. I'm not going to sleep over that first night. I want to be redated. Yeah, and make him court you. Be hard, exactly. play hard to get, and play hard to get for like three months. <laughs> yeah, give him something to come after, and mm -hmm. make sure that he's not just lonely and looking for anyone mm -hmm. to make him feel less lonely. That he's looking for you to make him less lonely. So you have to test that out. You have to wonder right now, especially in this period where he's back all of a sudden and things are just as good as they've ever been. You have to make sure that it's not just you. You're you have to make sure you're dealing with the brain in his head and not the one on his penis. Yes. And because I, I have done that. I I one time, I'll never feel, I felt horrible about this. I, I, I might have told this on the podcast. One time, I was dating this chick. We were dating for a while. And we had a really good relationship. Then it ended. Never really spoke after that. And then I went to a restaurant and I thought I saw her. And I like freaked out. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought I saw – and I was like, why am I feeling mm -hmm. so freaked out that I thought I saw – I was like, maybe I like – you know, maybe I've been missing this person. And then I texted this person like, I, were you at the – you know, out of the blue, I was like, were you at this restaurant? Where, you know, did I see you? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, man, maybe I need to see this person. Like, maybe this is a sign from above, you know? And then we ended up texting, texting, texting. Now we get back together. We ended up having sex. And I'm like – no, that was my penis tucking. <laughs> like, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't me." And it was, and it was like, and was, and I feel really badly about that because I let one brain outwit the other. Yeah, you let the oxytocin speak, and not. But you know, yeah. maybe the girl who was your your actual soulmate was the girl that sort of looked like her. And you should have actually <laughs> went to the wrong enough. direction. You should have gone. Uh, you were, your body was sliding doors, something. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Pete Lee, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for having uh, me. At Pete Lee tweets. You guys are all going to go follow Pete. He's so funny on stage. So great a comic. Uh, at Pete underscore AF on Instagram. Greatest ever on True TVs every Friday at 1130. So go put it on your DVR. You can wake up to it in the morning. That's what I do. I wake up to Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. I watch that show. That's my go-to. When I see a Shark Tank waiting for me, I'm like, oh, happy Monday. Oh, I love a hard no on oh, that show. I love, <laughs> I love when a college kid comes on, all fucking college-y, and they're like, have you even thought about this? And they're like, yes. He's never been told there no. masturbating to it, <laughs> to their failure. Uh, let's come back with hypothetical news. We'll be right back.
Hey guys, welcome back. Pete Lee, thank you for so, so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. So great. Mansamp, hello. Hey, man. At Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Labs Network, right here with the J Train Podcast. Let's do some hypotheticals. You ready? Yeah. J Train, I've been a clumsy fuck lately and thought of this hypothetical. Would you rather never accidentally stub, bang, scrape, etc., a body part again, or get $5 every time you did? Oh. Out of curiosity, what dollar amount would make you change your answer? So you never hurt yourself in uh -huh. a random way. Or you get five bucks. Or... Every time you do. Oh, I'd rather get the money. Cause money, it, right? Because I'm fine. I've been doing that my whole life. Yeah, now I get an hurt. extra five dollars? Yeah. Do you know what I would do is I would I would actually sign on for the five bucks and then join the roller <laughs> derby and then I would just rake it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never have to worry about rent again. You Never. know, just have five bucks coming in every five seconds. What would you do? I'd maybe haggle to ten, but yeah, I would just bang my Up arm. Up to ten. Take the ten bucks. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for one. Five, I'm in. Because it happens so rarely, and I'm like, oh, I got a, I got a coffee. Right. I fell off a... I got a hoverboard for Christmas. Yeah. They're the, the best. <laughs> oh, were you at Dave and Buster's with that guy who wrote <laughs> exactly. it? Yeah, I wrote it over yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just hanging on our hoverboards at 30. <laughs> I, fell, I fell off it because I was trying to go up a driveway... Long story short, they're not they're great on flat ground, but if you mm. hit a bump or something, it tries to bounce you out and it'll knock you off. And I, my elbow has literally been hurt since Christmas Eve. Oh god, uh, dude, not worth five dollars. I hit my hand on a doorknob today, and I'm like, I think my hand is done. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm just done with my right hand forever. Yeah, it's it's those little knickknacks. Yeah, they'll get you, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, those. I yeah, I would actually yeah, I'd bump it up to ten, and then I would make my living room all coffee tables. Like I just <laughs> have a very <laughs> narrow right. route through it. Stubbing your toe is is the worst. It's like a pinky. It's just infuriating. Oh, you just want to rip it off. Yeah. Let's do another one. Quick hypothetical for you. How many four-year-olds could you kill before they killed you? What? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what is wrong with this person? Yeah, unlimited, probably. Yeah, I'd kill them all. Right. <laughs> right? I don't think there's an amount. Yeah, no no question unlimited. If, I mean, I guess that's uh, that would be like... Um, you know, like if if I love dogs, and if but if a pack of dogs was trying to kill me, I would yeah. have to kill dogs. Right, and but and they, but they have a better chance of killing you than a four year old. And the, yeah, four year olds are so dumb. Yeah, and they don't even have. Yeah, they, yeah, you could just turn and be like, yo, door of the explorer over there, and they all turn and then get you near fucking, stairs and just. Floop, floop. Yeah, they're all losing teeth already. Yeah. <laughs> like their baby teeth. You're yeah. getting gnawed off by one tooth. Yeah. How about this one? Ready? Yeah. Would you rather give up blowjobs? Give up blowjobs. All right, I've, I've been I married. Got, I got married. Damn it, I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, I just oh, got married. Yeah. Ugh, this marriage blowjob joke always depresses me. It's it's so true, and I'm in a new relationship right now, and I've gotten more blowjobs in the last week really? than I did in my entire marriage. See, can't we work out some sort of contract? It's just a trick. It's a trick. It's a trick to get you in? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's like a like a pharmaceutical sales rep taking you to Morton's. That's what it is. <laughs> Morton's is blowjobs. Yeah, that's yeah. So give up blowjobs or become a vegan for the rest of your life. Oh no, I'd give up blowjobs for I, sure. I'd give up blowjobs because you can still have sex. You're not giving up orgasms. You're I'm not becoming a vegan. No problem. Really, really, no problem. Can't live without. I, I'm sticking with blowjobs as long mm. as I can. I'm putting it in the marriage certificate. <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> no, I, I mean, we're doing such shit with like fake meats now. I, my brother, I, I, this is going to sound hilarious. <laughs> my brother just sent me this thing. There's this place in Minneapolis or Minnesota that makes fake meat. Like they specialize in fake meat. And it's like, it's not the same, but I mean. It's getting there though. I know what you're talking it's about. It's getting There's a there. lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And also, um, blowjobs. Come on. Yeah. Come you, on, you'd be calling up Minnesota every week. That, oh yeah, Jared, we'll send you some more fake sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you enjoying the, Give me the sausages? <laughs> These blowjobs aren't helping. Do you really? Th I mean, you're gonna be 80 years old. You're gonna want a blowjob and not a steak. Yeah, yeah. The rest of your life. You know what I mean? You, what what if, are you really gonna take pleasure from later in life? And what if all this vegan food makes your t makes your cum taste terrible, and then your chick doesn't want to blow you anymore? I mean. What if what if vegan food is the exact opposite of pineapple? 
Uh, that's her problem, not Bob. <laughs> it is actually J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Send in your hypotheticals. Do we have a news item? Yeah, I mean, I was—it's topical. I figured I would just ask you about the sure. uh, the Kellyanne Conway uh, Couchgate situation. She was on her knees on the couch. Yeah, like a toddler. Yeah. It's. Did you see it? What do you think? It, it was adorable. First yeah. of all, um, I I wonder. I I keep wondering if she's the first person to sit that casually in the Oval Office while a lot of people were in there, or if it's <laughs> one of those things that sort of culturally throughout time, a lot of people just hang out and they're really cool, but nobody's been photographed doing that. Right. Um. I don't know. I didn't like it. I I feel like um. I feel like you if you're in the Oval Office, you gotta sit. You gotta sit like an adult. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you're the, you're the politics guy. To, to me personally, if there, if it's her and Trump hanging out, if it's people in the inner circle, sit however you want. I'm assuming they're, you know, they got their feet up. Obama used to have his feet up on the desk during meeting. That doesn't bother me. Be comfortable. You're running the yeah. world. But yeah, you're in a meeting with, you know, 50 people. It's like a a day. You're actually like working during that day, and it just seemed like a, a childish way to sit on there's, the couch. There's you know? two things I'll say about it. One. There's a picture that came out later that she was setting up for a picture, uh, a photo op. So there was a reason, whatever. Yeah. There was a reason she was sitting that way, apparently. Yeah, well, there is a second picture of her taking a, you know, a, phone, a picture, a on, picture her phone. on her phone from the knee position. Right, but here's why I want to dispute that. There's a picture of her doing that, so obviously the better vantage point is beyond her. Whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, the thing is, we're going to be so exhausted a year from now, if every if if these are the things that are going to be broken down, oh, like, it's immaterial. like like yeah. what? Don't you have a job at a certain point where you don't have the time to look at a woman sitting in a weird position to think how this represents the problems in our country? Like, aren't you going to be exhausted? Right. And the third <laughs> thing on top of that, so I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Is my point. The third thing is, if someone was actually sitting that way, like an adult like across the table from me or like on a couch, I wouldn't listen to a word. They said. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would be sitting there the whole time being like, like, dude, what adult sits like that? Exactly. But that's like, really what it is. Right. Yeah. No, but I would say that about like somebody like if, uh, if a, like it's like when a, like a man sits Indian style and you're like, aren't you a man? <laughs> yeah. What's, are you doing yoga right now? Yeah, what's I mean, happening? Why are you like, we can sit in chairs like right. adults. So the way people sit, like I'm just uncomfortable with a lot of ways people sit. So I don't know that. That sure. was my thing. On it. I also, Cause it was like the steak yeah. and like, I guess Trump ordered well done steak with ketchup. And oh, everyone was whatever. Like, Trump's everyone was like, my word. And it's like, Lay on the guy order, but there was like a Washington post article about how this says, says everything you need to know about him. And it's like, no, my family eats pasta with ketchup. Okay, yeah. like let people eat. Like you're gonna like people's taste buds are the taste buds. Like this is like one of those things. Like I don't I don't like what we do with this because what someone can say what what people are doing now and it bothers me is they'll say like for a steak well done with ketchup. You'd be like that's people's taste buds. You can't tell someone how to taste. And I would be like yeah you're right. You can't tell someone how to taste. And then they'll be like. And uh, then some other thing will come up that has a fact, a black and white fact and not fact. And they'll be like, well, you can't tell people how to think. And it's like, no, I can tell people how to think. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. wrong on this subject. So like, it, it's, it bothers me because the steak thing becomes an issue where now it, it's something, it's a, it, it gives us like a test pattern for how we respond to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you make the steak thing an issue, which it shouldn't be at all, people taste differently. I like, there's a reason some people just can't stand the taste of cilantro. People go crazy about cilantro. And that's not them being like, that's not the, you know, if someone doesn't like cilantro, that doesn't mean that they wouldn't be a good president. Right. You know, so, but yeah. I'm saying like, and someone says that, well, that's their opinion. They're allowed their opinion on the things they taste. And then someone's like, well, the, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, that's their opinion. You're like, no, that's a, f-. like, I'm trying to think of another instance where people do that with like, 
whatever. It might well, be. the fuck. Yeah. Well, it goes back to the goddamn. There's less people on the the mall during the inauguration. There is factually just less people. Yeah, there. that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how you feel about it. It's right. like no, I'm looking at the fucking picture. I mean, yeah. also, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's like, right. but this becomes the response. It's like uh, Facebook fights turn into. Well, I guess we just agree to disagree. <laughs> no, no. I agree that you are missing the point entirely. Right. Well, and yeah. also, you know, take it back to there's another equivalence. You know, the the equivalence is when Obama was in the office and he would take his jacket off, and they were like, "Well, Bush, you know, never took his jacket off." It's like, yeah, what the fuck are you stop talking it. about? It I mean, matter. well, this is like Soder. I brought this uh, Dan Soder, funny comedy. He's been on here mm-hmm. a bunch of, but he said this uh, like a month ago to me, and that stuck with me. No one can take the L anymore. Right. No one uh, takes the loss. No one's like, "Yeah, I fucked up." Like it's it's more like, "Well, that's your opinion." No, I fucked up. You know, and it's okay to fuck up, and it's it feels like shit for a second, but then at least you can learn again, like right. you know, and be a better person. But no one now is taking that L. Yeah, they can't be wrong. But the same people that are arguing that he shouldn't be eating steak with ketchup, they've never been to BLT Steakhouse and seen... They, they can make a well-done steak taste juicy and fucking delicious. Yeah. And their ketchup is their own ketchup. <laughs> and it's the best fucking yeah. ketchup. It, yeah. So just, you don't know, dude. And I also it, like that the same people that are attacking Kellyanne Conway for sitting on the couch that way are the same people that are literally calling uh, this administration Nazis. And, like, I'm not... I, I don't. I'm not <laughs> yeah, like a you can't big sit on a couch a certain yeah, way. Yeah, but like I think it's funny that people are like they're Nazis and then but they're literally saying like Nazis. Have you seen them? They're so basic. They sit <laughs> like a basic bitch. Like it's just really yeah, funny. It's, it's weird. It's funny if you tie the rhetoric together what they're saying. Uh, uh, Pete Lee, thank you for coming on. I love fantastic. You. Great to see you. Always you. a pleasure. At Pete Lee tweets at Pete a under. I can't get this one out. At Pete underscore AF on Instagram. Greatest ever. True TV. Fridays at 1130. The stand this Saturday. Such a pledge, man. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for Uh, Man Sam, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks, man. At Man Sam on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson every Friday here on the Stand of New York Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs>